world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had no idea. (laughs) I I didn't know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. (laughs) Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Daddy, Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? Must be that David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm Mike Massey, and you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. There we are. It's hour number three of the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar radio program. We've got Dr. Jack Caravelli joining us here for the first segment. Then Dan Perkins, who is in traffic right now, will join us in the uh, rest of the hour. I want to thank Dr. Jack for uh, stepping in here and uh, coming in to chat about Iran with IQ Al Rizzoli. And um, first of all, I want to get Dr. Jack's thoughts on this situation regarding Iran. What do you think of the Iran deal? And then we'll let IQ jump in there and then we'll bat it around here for a good 15 minutes or so. Yes, James, thanks. And it's great to be with IQ as well. Yes. Uh, it is an extremely complex deal. It took years to negotiate. Uh, I've read the, the text. Uh, it is long and very cumbersome. And I think, James, to simplify matters, uh, you know, the, the listeners and anyone can take uh, one of two approaches to answering the question of if it's a good deal. Number one, you can look at it through political eyes. One could make the, um, uh, make the decision that, that Iran either is trustworthy or is not worthy uh, based on its historical record and based on that uh, come the conclusion about the, uh, the, the the value of the deal the credibility uh, of what's on paper uh, alternative number two is, is is more thoughtful is to obviously look at the details of the deal look at some of the things that it uh, supposedly lays out and does uh, in terms of limiting uh, at least for 10 years uh, the uranium and plutonium passed to nuclear weapons, but uh, my concern, and I come out on the negative side, James, of the deal being uh, credible or, or valuable, is at least two things. Number one, um, the, uh, the deal uh, it keeps in place Iran's nuclear infrastructure. Uh, some of the facilities are, are modified, uh, such as the heavy water reactor at Iraq, uh, but in essence, you know, what Iran has today, it will have largely in the same form, you know, five and ten years down the road. Uh, number two, the mechanism by which the IAEA, the International Atomic Energy Agency, and the international community uh, will be able to monitor uh, this deal uh, is, is Swiss cheese. Uh, there are lots of holes in it, lots of opportunities for mischief. So I, I think we have to approach this with a great deal of caution and skepticism. And I, I guess I would throw in the third dimension, which is obviously the we do not yet know the political implications for, for Israel, for the Arab states, for the entire region uh, of this agreement. But we do know that Iran will receive as the agreement is being implemented, 
tens of billions of dollars in what had been frozen assets, uh, in that in itself should should trouble anyone that uh, you know that values peace in the region. So, you know, lo lots of ways to look at the deal, uh, and a number of them are very suspect. IQ, your your thoughts on what the doctor was saying? All three items are negative. First of all, any deal with the Islamic entity and Iran is called the Islamic Republic and the Shia Islam. Any deal made by a Muslim with infidels is null and void. The Quran mandates it, Sharia mandates it. End of conversation. You cannot ever trust an Islamic treaty. That's one thing. The other thing is, as the gentleman said, it's full of holes. Can you believe that they give them 24 days notice? Good God. I mean, it's like somebody said, you give the mafia a, a, a criminal, Don, whatever he is, 24 hours to invade and check his flat or apartment or house. 24 days, they can move a mountain in 24 days. It should be instantaneous, but it isn't. Another item that the judge didn't say, they have also put in an article that the American administration and the others who signed will defend Iran against any attack. Did you know that? Really? It's in the contract. Really? <laughs> Do Dr. Jack, you're you're a in the contract. You're you're an intelligence uh, representative and do a lot of do a lot of work in this field. What 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 do you think about all these things and the fact that it is, that it is in the deal? Uh, I I'd have to look at that language, James. I I I, I will confess I'm not sh exactly sure of that or how heard it. Uh, the the broader picture, though, you know, I think uh, I, I Q and I are saying the. The same things that there's a series of really worrisome parts to the deal uh, that, that, that could be very troubling uh, not far down the road. And uh, another one to mention is, and, and I cannot believe that the administration did this. The administration sort of threw into the mix as a almost a sop for Iran uh, that the missile and uh, um, uh, weapons uh, uh, programs that had been. Uh, sort of uh, uh, sanction that, you know, th those will also be uh, relieved, uh, you know, five and eight years down the road. And, you know, they should have been, uh, they should be kept in place. They had no part in a nuclear discussion. Uh, and I think it's really unfortunate and really goes to the point that the, what you and I discussed about before, that, you know, this administration almost uh, was desperate for any kind of deal and uh, some of the really uh, harsh criticism of John Kerry uh, really, to me, seems warranted because, uh, you know, there were certainly much deals that could have been negotiated. You know, we had to deal with our other international partners, but I think the U.S. bears most of the, the brunt and the blame for a deal that, that really is deeply suspect. Obama yes. is guilty of treason. Let me explain something to you also from the outsider looking in. There are four American citizens held by the regime. He did not include it in the deal. The missile system that they have, he did not include it in the deal. 
he did not include in the deal also that the repeated announcements by all the top leaders of Iran to destroy America, Satan, and Israel, the little Satan. That's not included in the deal. Let me tell you, I listen to the Arab news, I read the Arabic news. The Arabs are absolutely livid about this one. Saudis, the Gulf states, and Egypt. They are livid. What Obama has done is a remarkable achievement, but not because he intended it. Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and Israel now are on the same wavelength. They are on the same wavelength. They want Israel to destroy the nuclear power of Iran. They want to. And when Obama says that he will intercept America, uh, sorry, Israeli aircraft, and they will defend, can you believe it in the contract? They will defend the Iranian against any attack. Well, Israel does not have to overfly Iraq. Israel has the dolphin, the dolphin uh, submarines from Germany, which they have already retrofitted and modified to use underwater nuclear missiles. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not telling you something which is top secret. It's not top secret. Double check it. So they don't have to attack from Israel. They can go literally to the Hormuz Strait and they can go inside Straits, only a few hundred kilometers. And no one can stop them. I mean, no one, especially not America. Back to you, sir. Dr. Jack, uh, before before we end this segment, I'm going to let you uh, have, have the final word on this, and then we're going to come back and uh, chat with IQ and Dan Perkins. But uh, I, I, I appreciate you being with us today. Give us one final take on this. Yeah, let me add another dimension. Uh, okay. I, I wrote a little piece today for the Free Beacon, the website, uh, talking about over the past few months how the three, how three Sunni Arab nations, uh, the Saudis, the Egyptians and the Jordanians um, have all signed nuclear cooperation agreements with Russia. Uh, I, I think what they intend uh, is two things. Number one, obviously, to develop commercial nuclear power plants. But what we also know, and this is technology, not politics or religion, what we know from commercial nuclear power plants uh, that are operating is much of that technology, not all of it, but much of it, really has value if one wants to pursue a uh, covert uh, nuclear weapons program. And I think what is happening here, and we need to watch this carefully, uh, you know, I think these, the Sunni Arabs are beginning to uh, hedge their bets, <clears throat> knowing that Iran was going to sign this with the United States, and I think they are uh, certainly preparing themselves uh, to pursue their own programs if they think the agreement really falls apart. So, you know, we have, you know, as you tug on this uh, piece of string on the cloth, you start to unravel it. And I could not agree with IQ more. It's very dangerous. And we are only seeing the tip of the iceberg on this. Well, Doctor, I appreciate you being with us today. IQ, hold the line, and uh, we will be back here in a few moments. Uh, we'll talk to Dr. Jack Carabelli next week on our program.